Happy New Year. So glad you could tune in tonight all live on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. How about this? I believe this is our 18th season uh, going live on Race Time Radio. Couldn't have, do, couldn't have done any of it without you, of course. Uh, and so glad you could tune in either on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks or maybe Rev TV Canada. Uh, on Tuesday from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern, uh, the Performance Motorsportnetwork.com. All of our channels, all of our different platforms, all hooked up and ready to go for 2024. I'm Joe Chisholm in the studio by myself now. Yeah, it's just you and I and a boatload of really good guests. Let me tell you who we got coming on the show tonight. We're going to kick it off. Tonight, the same way we kicked off the very first Race Time Radio some 18 years ago, we're going to kick it off with J.R. Fitzpatrick here tonight. Thought it would be a good idea to check in with J.R. and find out what's shaking in the 84 shop. He'll be getting things ready to go, but I do not believe he has rolled out any type of concrete plan for 2024. Uh, I, I've been following along on all the social media channels, and uh, it, JR's looking at maybe a sprint car and, you know, going to do some late model races. Eh, let's get back behind the wheel of a super again. And uh, so many different potentials for JR. And we're going to find out tonight. We're going to do a little prime, a little prog, and see if we can get JR to fess up and tell us what direction he's going to be heading uh, from a for sure standpoint. But he will be guest number one here tonight on Race Time. We'll get off to New Smyrna Speedway uh, with Ryan Stevens. Of course, Ryan, the voice of New Smyrna Speedway, uh, getting all prepared for the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing. And normally, we'd be talking about the red eye, right? Well, the red eye didn't happen this weekend. It got rained out. And it is going to be moved. So it's not canceled. It's going to get moved off to February the 3rd which will be a dynamite preview for what's to come in the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing. Uh, coming up at New Smyrna Speedway, but we'll talk to Ryan Stevens tonight about all of that and find out how things are looking for 2024 at the world's fastest half mile, uh, right down there just outside Daytona Beach in New Smyrna. Uh, and we'll also, in hour number two, catch up with how about Sam Fellows? He's double duty in again this year. He's not only uh, at CTMP, working with Miles and all the team at CTMP, but he's also going to be busy behind the wheel of his NASCAR Canada car. We'll talk to him about the 87 and the plans he's got coming forward. Little Bird's telling me he's got a brand new car coming in uh, that is going to be a road course specialist machine. And, you know, Sammy Fellows can wheel a car. Uh, of course, Ron Fellow's son, he is uh, going to be one to watch here in 2024. But we'll catch up with Sam in hour number two. 
And we've been trying for a long time to get our final guest of the night on, uh, uh, James Hinchcliffe, uh, of course, Canada's mayor. Uh, he is going to join us in hour number two. James, going to hang up the microphone at least for one race. He is going to get back behind the wheel of that Taft machine. What a beautiful McLaren. Uh, he is heading for the 24 hours of Daytona. Uh, he and Rossi, and oh, he's got a bunch of teammates, and it's going to be excellent uh, to see James Hinchcliffe back behind the wheel. We'll catch up with Hinch here tonight on Race Time Radio. So that's what we got coming at you. I got a bunch of other stuff to touch on, and we'll get to all of it throughout the course of the next two hours. But what do you say we bring up guest number one? Looks like he's all loaded and ready to go. He's got one uh, 112 on his shirt, but he is the number 84 as we know him. J.R. Fitzpatrick. What's going on, J.R.? How are you? Happy New Year. Yeah, same to you. And, uh, yeah, my father-in-law and my wife, they got me a nice Gary Blue shirt, and I finally got the book. So that was my uh, gift for the year. <laughs> there you go. And you did do a little driving uh, just uh, towards the end of the year in a super late model. Now you got a little taste for it again, JR. That may, may be a good thing or maybe a bad thing. Who knows? Yeah, we haven't decided if that's a good thing or a bad thing yet. Um, my father-in-law ended up purchasing a really good super late model for us to go play with this year and been working on it quite a bit here lately. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a top-notch piece for sure. So, JR, I alluded to it off the top of the show. 18 years ago, Race Time Radio started out on little old AM 560 radio, and you were our number one guest, our first guest ever on Race Time. Back then, you were coming off a Cascar championship, the youngest Cascar champion in Canadian history, and, uh, man, you were flying high and doing your NASCAR deal. Uh, you did that for a long time, and then on to the APC series you went. You uh, got yourself a car there, a uh, championship, won all kinds of races, and uh, r- right up to the present. You've been in just about everything, and I know at the end of the season, there was talks about uh, where we were going to see you in 2024, kind of hmm. like an open book. Is the pages getting filled in yet? Have you got a plan set out for 2024? Uh, really, I think our only plan is, you know, just go have some fun. Uh, I'm going to take a year off APC for sure. Um, just time to do something different, right? I mean, we've been doing well since 2000, what, 17. Uh, we only did five years full time, but we won two championships and, and had a lot of fun. And it's just, it's a grind, man. Like that deal there, if you want to go for championships and, and do longer races and stuff, it's, it's a grind. And, uh, you know, some of my crew guys are, are, are moving on and doing what they want to do with their lives because, you know, you're taking up all your weekends in the summer and a few nights a week. So I think it's just time. Everybody's just taking a little step back. And, uh, but for us, you know, my family, uh, with Laura and her side of family have always been the super late model. So, uh, Roy decided it was time for him to get back in the game and, and, uh, he purchased a really good super late model. We've been taking it apart and putting it back together now and, so he's going to have two cars out there. So we're going to go play super late model and uh, maybe venture to the States a few times and see how we stack up. So the number 84 that we're used to seeing you in, <laughs> the one we've seen you in last year, does that car now go find a new home, JR, or is it at home in your shop and you'll pull it out every now and then? 
Well, there's some rule changes, you know, if I want to bring it out, I got to do all that. So at this point, I'm not really interested in doing that. But the car itself still here. Everything's still here. I did have a potential buyer after the race of Delaware. And I was kind of hemming and hawing if I wanted to do that because it was working so good the last few weeks. And so, yeah, it's still here. It's always for sale, but it's, you know, still here. Uh, You know, might start working on it once the Super Late's done, but. We'll see what happens. Um, but, yeah, you know, regardless, I think I can get into a, a pro late with Chris House or Taylor Holdaway or, and, and, and do some handful of races whenever I want there. But, honestly, man, right now I'm pretty pumped about this Super. It's uh, I miss the horsepower. Uh, you know, the rules, there are none really, just a, a handful. And you get to be creative and uh, go play. Yeah, that sort of fits you like a glove. Well, Teddy McAllister, stay with you. I can't imagine you behind the wheel and anybody else in the pit other than Teddy McAllister. Is he sticking with you, or what's the plan there? Honestly, I, I have no idea. I'm sure anywhere I go race, he'll tag along. Uh, same for my crew guy for a long time now, uh, Chris McComb. Uh, I got Chris, uh, young Chris, I call him. He's coming, my father-in-law. Uh, I know Brendan Adams, my spotter, uh, last year said if, if he's available, he'll be on the sunset for me, and – and obviously my family, right? My buddy Stretch. So it'll be the same old crew pretty well. Um, go have some fun. Yeah, just in a different type of car, different division. And it does sound like you're going to have a lot of fun. JR, that's what you make it. You make it a lot of fun, especially when you get out and things are going well and you're winning races. I know that's what uh, the goal is every time you strap in. So race number one, is safe to say it'll be in a super late model. Do you know where? Have you got a you know a target sort of set up for race number one for you? Uh, the talks amongst the family have been we the first race isn't until June around here, so we're thinking about going over in Michigan on a long weekend uh, to Owasso and Birch Run to see how we compete against the uh, Reveal the Hammer guys and uh, obviously a lot of good guys there. Uh, that was going to be my plan was to tag up with with Bobby Blunt and, and go race with him. But, you know, my father-in-law, also my wife figure, you know, if we're going to do it, we might as well spend the money. And, and, and my father-in-law bought the car. We can maintain it ourselves and look after everything ourselves. And, and it's, it's a family oriented deal. So we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to see how we stack up and just see how it goes from there. Um, obviously I'd like to do more down South. We'll just have to see how we do. Sponsorship wise, is there any carryover from the APC car onto the Super, or does it come with sponsorship on it already? And what number will you be? Oh, it'll definitely be 84. There's no doubt about that. Um, in terms of sponsorship, I honestly haven't reached out to anybody, but I can only assume they've been with me ever since I, I owned that Super Stock when Jeff Jowler drove it in 2012. So, I mean, you can only assume a lot of them are going to come back. You know, a lot of them are friends of mine and just love racing. So, uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I know you have done some sprint car races. Uh, I don't know whether they're races or practice or what was it. Uh, do you have any urge? I know uh, we're going to see uh, Mr. Walt in a sprint car this year. Uh, would that be something? Hi, Laura. You look beautiful. How are you? <laughs> Um, so yeah, I had a meeting with a really good team on the sprint car side of things. Um, you know, talked with them and, and was very, very, very interested in doing a, a deal there. It's just when we laid everything out with the kids and our oldest and, and our camping and whatnot, just, 
it was going to be very tough for us to commit to, you know, 19, 20 nights on Friday night. So, you know, if there's any possibility I could do a one-off here and there, like a handful of dirt stuff, I'd definitely love to do that. But it just doesn't, it's tough to fit into our schedule, you know, that many Friday nights. So, um, and plus I got to work too. So, uh, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll venture. I'll definitely try and get into one. Uh, I got quite a few friends over there that maybe they can help me find a ride here and there, but it's, it's tough to dabble into something that you're not exactly comfortable with yet. But I got the test last year and we were pretty quick and had some fun, but never really got around too many cars. So that's definitely always an option. Um, still would like to try to do the road course thing. I got that road course car here, but we're going to do one step at a time. And, uh, just focus on one thing first. Oh, baby, road course. Wouldn't that be nice? In a NASCAR Canada car or what type of car? No, it's it's that old late mall that I, I've been restoring for the last couple of years. It's, we're just turning it into a road racer. And, yeah, it's taken a couple of years to get it finished, but... Um, you know, hopefully this year's the year we can get it out. Hey, I'll tell you what, talking to Dave Conley, and you remember Dave quite well, he was with the Lucas Oil Sportsman Cup back in the day. He ended up getting frustrated doing what he was doing. He said, that's it. He's out of Ottawa. He took his car and converted it into a road course car, and uh, he has been literally having a blast with that car, getting out and racing when he wants to race, and uh, he said it feels like old days, and they have a scream doing it. JR, you were no slouch on a road course. You were the man to beat a few years in a row there. Uh, that, that's got to be uh, somewhat of an itch that you got to scratch. Yeah, I, I don't know if, if Kevin Lacroix had one more race at DTMP than me yet or not. I don't know, right? It might be possible. I don't know. We won, I think, five or six times there. Um, but yeah, I definitely miss the road course stuff. This is definitely a cheaper way to get back into a road course car and, and have some fun, right? Because I plan on hauling it behind our camper on an open trailer and just taking the whole family and camping and just and having some fun because that whole CASD group has been really good with me and, and trying to get me out there. And, and, and the days, I mean, the racing is done by 2 o'clock. So right. definitely a lot of family time there. But we'll just see if we can get the car done and, and fit it into our already busy schedule. Yeah, sounds awesome. We're with J.R. Fitzpatrick here tonight on Race Time, talking 2024 and where we can uh, look at finding J.R. You're going to have to look in a bunch of different spots because it sounds like he's going to be a little bit everywhere. J.R., got to ask you, IWK 250, Canada's Ultimate Short Track Race, July 20th. I believe, if my calculations are correct, 198 days before that race. Are you going? Can we count on you to be at the IWK? I mean, that's also been a talk with us. We're going to start doing our planning here soon. You know, Alora's going on a trip, and then we're going on a family trip in February to Disneyland. So we're going to be a busy, busy family here soon. So we're definitely working out our summer. That's definitely something she wants to do, something I want to do. We've always wanted to go back after the last time we were there, and, and we definitely got a great car here. Um, so yeah, we'll just, we'll just have to see what we can make happen there. Uh, you know, I would love to go. There's no doubt. Oh man. See, uh, plan a couple of weeks when you go out there so that you can take in the IWK 250. And while you got the car, the next 250 that happens at Scotia Speed World would be another one that would fit you like a glove before you come home. You'd be able to have a great time out there. I guarantee it. Yeah, I've, I've always loved going out there. And obviously, I've, I've raced Scotia. I won in a legend car there. And 
And I like that track. Um, you know, we talked about doing some venturing with the late model because, like I said, right now, according to the rules here, it doesn't really match. But down there, I've already looked, and, and it's in the rules there that's fine. So, yeah, we just got some planning to do, right? we got to figure out what we want to do here. And I want the girls to be involved as much as possible. So that's a big part of, of our planning for this summer. And, and uh, yeah, I would, like I said, it's you know, you wouldn't have to take much talk in to get me to go down there again. <laughs> Not much at all. Last night, I'm just hanging around, right, watching the TV, and the phone rang. It was Phil Fowler from out in Newfoundland. Uh, I haven't talked to Phil since, God, it had to be last spring. Uh, it was a catch-up phone call. And, uh, of course, one of the topics that came up was J.R. Fitzpatrick. Uh, he, he, mm-hmm. Phil's got a brand-new car coming in. And he said, i got to get a hold of JR. I need some information. I said, well, he's an open book, as you know. Get a hold of him. Uh, but they'd love to see you out in Newfoundland one more time around, too. Yeah, I had a lot of fun there. I've always wanted to go back. Obviously, the, the track's like 20 minutes from my parents' house. Uh, it's just, again, another trip that we'd always like to plan. It's just, you know, the girls are getting bigger. It's, it's you know, we're all over the place. So another trip we've been talking about. That track was a lot of fun. Um, DJ and I still bug each other about that. I would have won both races if I didn't blow the motor, and I think he won the first one. So he did. Uh, I'm still faster than him. I'm still faster than him around there. Yeah, you are. Uh, I can attest to that. I was there for both. Uh, it was dynamite to see both you guys out there. Uh, what a great facility at Eastbound International Speedway. Anybody that's planning their holidays and you're going to Newfoundland. You gotta take in Eastbound International Speedway while you're out there. A uh, just a beautiful speedway, and uh, Bob and uh, Mike and all of the guys out there would welcome anybody in on any Saturday night of racing. They got a drag strip there. Jr., have you ever tried or even thought of drag racing, or is that something that just doesn't turn your crank? No, I think the only bit of drag racing I did is when I was 16, me and my buddies going up the road. That was about as close to drag racing I've ever seen me go. It's definitely just not my thing. I mean, I admire the workmanship that goes into the cars, the power plants, and everything of them, but, yeah, it's just not my thing. I hear you. Well, you got enough on your plate as it is. You're going to need to build some sideboards on there. You can see it coming. Uh, so the 84 <laughs> Super Late model, uh, the Pro Late probably – no, does that mean when you say you're not running the APC series, does that mean you're not going to run any of the races? Or, JR, can you say, well, nah, I'm going to show up at, you know, maybe this 200 or this 150? Well, I would like to, but it won't be in my car because, you know, with the new rule change, my car is not legal now. So, you know, it's a little frustrating a little bit, but um, it's just the way it is. And, uh, yeah, well, I don't know, man. We still don't really know what we're going to do there. But, um, like I said, I have opportunities with other good teams, other good cars. And, and yeah, maybe. But, like I said, I just, I'm just i going to focus on whatever fits, you know, my schedule and for the girls. And, and we're going to just try and make this summer about fun and, and no pressure and, and just see how we make it. Fun in the sun, J.R. Fitzpatrick in the 84. I can see it happening. You had a real good deal and a championship to boot at Flamborough Speedway. That 55 car and you, that team, man, you guys were a unit. Uh, it'd be kind of cool to see you go back out and do some of those races as well. Yeah, Chris and I talk all the time. Um, he's already got the car all fixed from 
the last incident that we had there at Flamborough, um, they're updating it. They're making it better. That car was definitely a rocket ship at Flamborough Speedway. We took it to Sunset, same thing. We had a little bit of issue with the brakes, but once they fixed it, we I think we went from like 20th to 6th. So the car is definitely a great car, a ton of speed. The team's a ton of fun to be with. Um, again, just a relaxing hangout kind of environment, which I loved last year. Won the championship, won a pile of races. Um, yeah, and, and again, that's an opportunity that I have to go late mile racing because um, Chris is making the body and everything fit to APC rules. So that option is always there for us. And yeah, I'm looking forward. I'll get back in that uh, definitely, definitely next year. With J.R. Fitzpatrick. Time, but I'll, be in, I'll be in it for a race or two, for sure. Good deal. We're with J.R. Fitzpatrick tonight. He's getting set for 2024. <laughs> J.R., before the holidays, you got your old junior late model back. How's the restoration coming with that car? Honestly, I haven't even I – have, I set the body on it to make room, and I haven't even worked on it yet, but it's like anything else. Once I get everything else done, maybe I'll get to that. But I'm just – very happy to have that back in my possession. And, and like I said, Adeline here is going to be four. Uh, we're going to get her a go-kart soon. And, and, you know, obviously it'd be nice to get her in a junior late mall, but I think maybe we'll have to wait because they're a lot heavier. But at least we'll have one here ready for her. Good deal. And everybody survived the holidays quite nicely. Your mom and dad, everybody doing well out in Newfoundland? Oh, yeah, everybody's doing good. We had a great Christmas. The girls uh, loved every bit of it. Um, you know, everybody got what they asked, everybody got what they wanted. And, and yeah, we had the whole family here for dinner and it was a great Christmas and a great new year. And yeah, looking forward to moving forward. Now it's time to get back to work and, uh, get those race cars ready to do some screaming on the track. Looking for all W's this year, right? Nothing but a W. Yeah, we're certainly going to try our best. I mean, uh, you know, the supers are pretty well the same as I remember them ton of horsepower no tire and tracks that are losing grip every year so you got to always focus on trying to get that power to the ground and, and yeah it'll be something new going to states and, and camping at different tracks and seeing what that's all about like i said we'll start off with the may long weekend and and just see how we do from there we're not going to do it full-time of course but we'll do a definitely a handful in the big money shows and and just like i said i just want this summer to be about fun and and see how we run with a capital f it's all about fun for Fitzpatrick, this is going to be awesome. Social media-wise, everything hooked up, everything working? Yeah, everything's back, except for my Facebook page. I just had to start over, so I got like a traditional standard single page. So if anybody wants to follow along, make sure you you hook me up on Facebook. Um, I try to always follow people that have mutual friends of mine because of all the scamming and stuff going on nowadays. So, yeah, I'm all on social media. Good deal. And you're going to have to keep your ear to Race Time Radio. I'm going to try and lean on Trevor Seabird here either next week or the week after. See if we can get some details about the uh, Western Rattler 300. Another one that could be a lot of fun for you uh, to whip out west and have something going on out there. But uh, that's going to do it for us tonight, kid. It was great catching up with you. And I know I look forward to... uh, Whatever you get your butt into this year, uh, I know we'll have you on to preview it before you do it. Sound good? Sounds good, man. Thank you. And yeah, I'm always available for you. You want to believe it? That's J.R. Fitzpatrick. Uh, he is one of those guys. Uh, I'm telling you, whenever he gets into a race car, I can guarantee you, uh, you're in for a hell of a race. Uh, the guy just does not know the word slow down or quit or I give up or save or. 
any of that. JR is one of those drivers that you just have to watch on that racetrack. Uh, he's one of those competitors, youngest Caspar champion ever, right? 2006. J.R. Fitzpatrick, he was the man. We're going to hit a quick break here on Race Time. We will be back. It's just getting fired off. Stay with us. Hey, Race fans. This is Mike McBride uh, Buffalo Airways and that TV show Ice Pilot. You're listening to Race Time Radio. From coast to coast, coast, to coast. you're listening to Canada Talks. Race Time Radio is brought to you by RPM Race Parts. Order today. Race tomorrow. Also by VP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. And by Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. It's time to get back to the racetracks. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track. Making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your quick, quick fire starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick, quick fire starters. No harmful chemicals and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick, quick fire starters. The world's best fire starter. Explore the musical world of an American rock and roll troubadour on his very own channel. Tom Petty Radio. All of Tom's music, influences, collaborations. This is Tom Petty here on The Very Treasure Show. Heartbreakers hosted shows. Check out my show, The Breakdown with Mike Campbell. And more. It's Tom Petty Radio. Channel 31. It's alright. And in the SXM app, included with all trials and popular plans. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, Nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. From the high banks of Daytona, we cover it all. Ooh, that's going to be the mark. And now, back to the Joes. Hey, shake it back, gal! Woo! Shake it back! And here on Race Time Radio. And welcome back, everyone, to Race Time Radio. Uh, something's going on tonight, I can tell you that. Uh, just noticed a message as I uh, was at break there, and uh, Sirius XM's going, hey, we got no Race Time Radio coming in. So sure enough, I went over and checked the timeline. I know I was dialed in, and for some reason, it reset. So uh, something's going on definitely with our Internet connection. So it may be intermittent. Hopefully it's not. I do have it connected, and we'll see what all takes place. From here out in, uh, I can tell you we still got a lot of good guests coming up here tonight. Uh, uh, we've got Ryan Stevens coming up. Of course, we're going to talk New Smyrna Speedway and the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing. Uh, I don't know how many years it is now, 
but uh, it's definitely getting up there close to 50, I would imagine, uh, maybe in the late 40s. Uh, I was there for 20, 20 years of it, uh, and, uh, well, you never know. I could get back down that way again this year. But Ryan Steve is going to get us up to date on everything at New Smyrna Speedway. I know the entry blanks are all coming in now. Uh, so he's starting to get a feel for what teams are going to show up. Normally, the red eye would be uh, the, the first weekend back. It would have been this weekend. But Mother Nature had other plans. And the rain came down. They didn't want to push the show into Sunday. Uh, where some teams could make it and some couldn't. A lot of teams come from a distance to run the red eye. So they moved the red eye to February the third weekend. I think that's a great move. Uh, We'll talk to Ryan about that tonight. Uh, It's probably going to make for an improved car count. It'll have definitely the fans will get uh, even more money's worth because they're going to have more race cars at it. Uh, And it's going to be just ahead of the World Series. Of course, that all leads up to the Daytona 500. If you've never been to Speed Weeks down in the, the Daytona area for the Daytona 500, you've got to do it. It's a bucket list sort of thing. Uh, Speed Weeks is what it's called. And you've got, uh, if Daytona International Speedway is the center, 30 miles one way, you can hit Barberville, and uh, Volusia County Speedway, it's a half-mile dirt track. Unbelievable. And they go for, I don't know, 9, 10, 11 nights straight of uh, dirt racing. And you'll see modifieds. Uh, you'll see dirt late models, sprint cars. You name it. If it runs on dirt, you're going to see it at Volusia County Speedway. And uh, the stars are definitely out. Everybody uh, that uh, even in the Cup Series, if they were sort of raised on dirt, chances are you're going to see them at Volusia County over Speed Weeks. And if you go 25 miles the opposite way from Daytona, you'll go into New Smyrna Beach and New Smyrna Speedway. Half mile, asphalt track, wicked fast. Big banking in this track, and I mean it's fast. Uh, incredibly fast. And the stars there are also out. Anybody that you see, uh, I'm going to put it in, Ryan Priest. Ryan Priest, you see him in the Cup Series. Uh, Chances are you're going to see Ryan at least once or twice at at New Smyrna Speedway in a modified, right? To get the tour-type modifieds come through. An amazing show. Uh, You've got, uh, uh, like, huge teams. Uh, Matt Hirschman. Talking to Matt at PRI, he is gearing up. He, his car, always quick when you get to the World Series. And he confirmed to me that they are going to be at this year's World Series once again. They absolutely love the event. They love going down there and uh, taking it to him. And he doesn't win every race, but I'll tell you, he's a threat to win every night. And he wins his share of races, uh, but it's that type of of uh, environment you get down there speed weeks uh you've got the track series of course at daytona arca kicks it all off um it, you get the arca series running the arca 200 uh the truck series will fire up uh the nascar uh xfinity series they fire up at daytona 
And then, of course, leading up to the Daytona 500 with the Twins on Thursday, the dual qualifiers, if you will, that set the uh, starting order for the Daytona 500. Uh, Some guys get in through those races. If you don't time in, then the only other way you've got to get into that Daytona 500 is to do it through the Twins. And uh, there's some incredible racing that takes place every night of the week. Um, The years that I went down, uh, my wife Sue would come. (laughs) She'd only come down uh, the odd time because she couldn't stand going to as much racing as what I was doing. Uh, We'd get up in the morning, have something to eat, and then get to the uh, big track, watch practice, watch whatever was taking place at the big speedway through the daytime. And uh, we'd quickly leave there, pick up a burger, and head for the short track for the night show. And uh, it was like that, nine nights straight. Incredible, uh, to say the least. You want to check it out. Uh, ARCA practice is going to come up next weekend, right? They're getting ready for Daytona. Some 40 cars or more are expected at the test at Daytona, and they're going to test Friday and Saturday uh, this coming weekend. So that's something to check out. Full coverage over on ARCA uh, on their website. You can follow along with timing and scoring there. I don't believe they've got any video of it, uh, but you can follow along uh, on the uh, on my laps or on Race Monitor. I can't remember which one they have, but you can follow along that way. And normally, there's an audio feed there, and you can hear what's going on. Uh, so I strongly suggest, if you like the ARCA series, you'll know about that. But uh, you, you want to check out testing? It's going to give you a good indication of who's got what and what is going to show up when it all counts at Daytona in just uh, a month's time. So tonight I was going to try and get our yearly discussion with the competition director of ARCA, Joe Wells. We get him on every year, uh, but he must be tied up. Uh, Didn't hear back from Joe this time around, so we'll catch up with him after the test, and we'll find out how everything shook out and sort of set the stage for the ARCA 200 that is coming. I can tell you, LeVar Scott, he's going to be in it. Um, I, I know he's got huge plans. Spoke with him at PRI. He's got a bunch of plans coming into 2024. Uh, going to be incredible to see what that youngster's got uh, coming up. Uh, he's a will of a driver. Uh, going to be very interesting. And Venturini is always tough at Daytona. Uh, I want to say they've got either four or five cars. I don't know how many they'll have prepped and how many they'll have in for this year's ARCA 200. But uh, they used to come loaded for bear. And they, they come not just to win the race. They want the top four positions. If they've got four in, they want one through four. Or if they've got five, same sort of deal. Uh, but the competition is so, so tough. At Daytona uh, and watching the ARCA series is uh, truly one of the highlights of Speed Weeks for me. Uh, always has been a great series to watch. And I know at PRI, uh, sitting down and talking to Ron Drager, it was a great discussion we had with him, and uh, uh, you'll be able to listen to it if you want. It's back on Race Time Radio. 
uh, and you can just go back to your previously aired shows, and it'll be like December uh, 3rd, I think, was the uh, airing of that particular interview um, it, where we talk about ERCA, and just amazing. Uh, what they've got coming forward in 2024, it's going uh, to be a different year, I can guarantee you that, uh, with a lot to look forward to. I'm going to hit a quick break here. Uh, when we come back, I've got a couple more reminders. Still lots of guests to come up. Uh, we're going to have Ryan Stevens at the top of the hour talking New Smyrna Speedway. Uh, Sam Fellows is going to drop by. We'll talk CTMP. And James Hinchcliffe, the mayor, he's going to join us in hour number two. So still got lots coming at you. We'll be back in just a moment. Hey, race fans, this is Trevor Bain, and I'm glad you're listening to Race Time Radio. From coast to coast, coast, to coast you're listening to Canada, to Canada Talks. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence at leafracewear.com. We're an essential part of any team. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com. The SXM app is your one-stop destination for everything you love. Uh, things keep getting bigger and bigger for these two. Everything you missed. You two were so funny together on the Oscars the other night. An exclusive podcast, video, and on-demand access to your favorite stations. Hear your favorite team from the car, from your home, or on the go. In, put it between his legs! All with the SXM app. A free download now from the Google Play or Apple App Store today. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by GSR Parts. Sprint car specialists with chassis, engines for dirt or asphalt cars. From wings to springs, GSR's got you covered. Contact Terry and start winning today. Also by Quick Quick Fire Starters. The world's best fire starter. Hey everyone, this is World Series champions Lance McCullers Jr. and Carlos Correa. We're excited to announce that our podcast, The Walkout, is now available on SiriusXM. Each episode, we go inside the world of combat sports, providing hardcore analysis, honest opinions, and top picks for every fight. If you share the same passion for combat sports as we do, you need to listen to The Walkout. Episodes are available on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and wherever you get your podcasts. Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home from two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Tonight's Race Time Radio is fueled by... AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track, making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your Quick Quick Fire Starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick Quick Fire Starters, no harmful chemicals, and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick with fire starters, the world's best fire starter. Uh, 
Your weekly fix of newsmakers and newsbreakers is found right here. We call it Race Time Radio. With your host, Joe Chisholm. And welcome back, everyone, to Race Time Radio. Had to get a quick drink, right? Uh, Like four years ago, I had uh, a cancerous tumor at the base of my tongue. Uh, way back there, and uh, consequently, my mouth dries out now from all the radiation hits that I had to kill it. Uh, It is gone, but uh, consequently, my mouth dries out, and when you fly solo in the shop and you do the amount of talking that it takes to do this, uh, my throat dries out, and then uh, I sort of zone out, if you will. That's why I had to hit that brake so quick. Um, But if it runs, if I run into that again, You're just going to have to bear with me for a second while I take a sip and lubricate everything that's in here. Uh, I want to remind you that Tuesday nights, are you a fan of the Rust Valley Restoration Show on History Channel? Ever watch that show? I haven't missed an episode. Absolutely love it. Um, A great cast of characters, uh, Mike Hall and uh, his son Connor and, of course, Avery Shove are the three main characters on that program. Uh, I reached out to Avery uh, about a month, month and a half ago, and uh, it, it, they do have some racing routes, and I wanted to get Avery on the show and talk to him about that, and we did. Uh, you can go back and look at that show as well, but in talking with Avery after that show, I said, wouldn't it be cool to do an actual one-hour show weekly about you and what you do uh, out there in B.C.? Uh, I said, Avery, you are the master when it comes time for taking a rusty old piece of junk and rebuilding it. I said, not everybody can do that. You've got a real art for it. And uh, he's the muscle car MacGyver, as he's been coined in that show multiple times. And uh, Avery is just one of those down-to-earth guys. And people want to ask him questions. So I said, Avery, do you want to try and do a show? Uh, you and I will do it. And we had to come up with a name. So I was on the flight going to PRI, and I'm thinking of different names. What are we going to call this show? If we go to do it, what are we going to call it? And I thought, here's a name, No Manual Required. Uh, that's the Avery kind. Uh, he doesn't need a manual. Uh, he'd just throw that book away, and Avery would either figure it out or know how it's done because he's done it. So I thought that would be a catchy name for a show. So that's what we did. We called it No Manual Required uh, 2024. Uh, We do the show. We started it actually last Tuesday, and we're going to do it every Tuesday for about a month, uh, two months. Uh, Kind of figure 20 episodes should do it. Uh, But it's called uh, No Manual Required every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. You can jump on and watch the show on YouTube. Just type in the address, No Manual Required TV or No Manual Required 2024. Uh, Type that into the search bar. And at 7 o'clock Eastern Time, Avery and I are going to pop up. And we just get together and open the phone lines. And if you've got a question for Avery, you simply dial us up and I'll put you right on the air and you can ask uh, Avery whatever you'd like to ask him. Uh, he is kind of an open book. And be ready. He doesn't hold nothing back, this guy. 
Uh, he is an absolute blast. He is truly a good person. And uh, I'm like a kid in a candy store. I get a chance to talk to Avery and uh, and present him. Present him. Here you go. Let's uh, fire away and ask him questions. And uh, it's a good time. So drop on by Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Uh, on YouTube. Uh, just type that into your search and uh, follow along. Follow along and think up some questions if you want and give us a call. And I'll put you right in touch with Avery. And as time goes, i got to get it figured out where we can take video callers. That'll be the next step. Uh, but there's only so much an old guy like me can figure out in a short span. And uh, we're getting there. We're getting there. It's going to be a lot of fun. The other thing that I did over the holidays was uh, today you can go back and watch whatever you want to watch, when you want to watch it. So uh, uh, one of my favorite shows years ago was Ice Pilots. I don't know whether you ever watched Ice Pilots on History Channel, um, but I did. Watched it and uh, went back at the holidays, and I went revisited all of those shows, watched them all. What a hoot. What a television show. And uh, I've been in contact with Mikey McBrien and uh, Scotty Blue, one of the pilots, A.J. DeCoast, texting with him today. Just stand by. We might be doing something with those guys, too, uh, just to do a where are they now sort of show and uh, be able to talk to some of those ice pilots because they're truly amazing at what they do. But uh, good news. You don't have to listen to me rattle no more. We got ourselves another guest up on that Zoom line, and this guy is from New Smyrna Speedway. His name is Ryan Stevens. What's going on there, Ryan? Happy New Year, buddy. Hmm. For some reason, I haven't got your audio, buddy. No. Oh, oh, there it goes. Sorry about that. Yeah, it's okay. How's it going? Good, good. How about you, bud? Pretty good, pretty good. Glad to be on with you guys again. Well, I know it rained on the weekend, and that sort of dampened yeah. everything for the red eye. It made it more of a teary eye instead of a red eye. But you guys did develop a really cool plan, and you didn't cancel it. You moved it. That's correct. Um, everybody's saying, oh, it's been canceled. It's been canceled. No, it's it's been rescheduled to February 3rd, uh, which might work out pretty well because that's going to be the weekend before we start the World Series. So maybe we'll get everybody down there a little bit early and they can come race the red eye and then keep their stuff here and uh, go right into World Series next Friday. So February is going to be even more packed than normal. Um, it's a shame I'm not on here talking about what we saw, a little World Series preview right now, but We'll get that here at the beginning of February. February 3rd is now going to be the Red Eye, and our first event will be on January 20th with Family Fun Night. We're going to have some local divisions come out, put on a show for 5 bucks for the fans, and we're going to spectator racing too. So we do have some good racing coming up around the corner. It's just uh, it's going to start a little bit later than normal. Well, you guys don't really get an off-season like the rest of the world. Like the rest of us end up with an off-season that is like four or five months long. You guys are lucky yeah. if you get four or five weeks off. Right. We basically get, like like you said, five, six weeks between the Governor's Cup and Red Eye. So, uh, you know, we get those late model guys out there for Governor's Cup, and then they turn right back around after Snowball Derby even, and then they gotta come right back down here. So, um, you know, it, it's unfortunate because the, the forecast midweek, it looked really, really bad for Saturday. They put a plan in to maybe run Sunday, and then we heard from a lot of teams that, you know, the weather was kind of iffy all weekend, and they weren't going to make the trip down. So we kind of had to walk that back and make a different plan. Uh, we try to accommodate everybody, especially on these big events when people are, you know, traveling 
a long way to get here. Last thing you want to do is not be able to race at all. And, um, it's, it, you know, that front came through Saturday morning, cleared out by mid-afternoon, and it's been beautiful. So it is unfortunate that there was no racing this weekend, but I will give the track uh, kudos for at least coming up with a plan, giving everybody fair notice uh, that they can come back here February 3rd, and uh, we'll try it again. Hey, bud, there's going to be more race cars ready, too, by the time we get around to February the 3rd. It's going to equal to uh, fans getting more more value for the dollar, if you will. I think so. And, and like you said, it gives everybody a little bit more time to work on their stuff. Some of our local drivers weren't going to be – some of our sportsman guys are like, yeah, our stuff's not ready. Um, and there was a big sportsman race going on the same night. That got canceled, too. So it really might just work out in everybody's favor. You never know with a reschedule how it's going to go, but – it, it is what it is. The good news is the World Series is still on its schedule. I know that's what we get together every year to talk about, and um, I'm happy to tell you there's quite a few Canadians already on the list. Oh, good deal, good deal. Uh, can you tip your hand to who uh, is lined up? I can well imagine Nicholas Noggle would have been the first registration through the door. Well, you know, I was going to mention him because he came out last year and was running with Jet Motorsports down here towards the end of the year, ran Governor's Cup and the Pro Late model side of things. I ran a Pro Late race and Super uh, Super Late race towards the end of the year with Jet Motorsports, which down in our neck of the woods is one of the top late model teams, and they have some of the best drivers and some of the best equipment uh, throughout the years, and he did quite well last year. Um, I don't have an official entry for, for Nicholas yet. Um, he did a race with us last year. During the World Series, and he teamed up with Jet Motorsports, so I would imagine they've got something up their sleeve, perhaps. Um, but Jet Motorsports, even last year, they didn't pre-register anybody for the World Series until, like, the day of. So, um, just because I don't have their pre-entry doesn't mean they're not coming, but I don't officially have him on the list. Um, drivers that I did write down after skimming the entry list and, and kind of doing some research for this... Um, it, it, it's kind of all over the place, to be honest with you. Um, we have Paul Boundy going to bring a super stock down to run the last two nights. That's a heck of an effort to come run super stocks, uh, one of the local classes down here. Um, I, and I may be pronouncing some of these names wrong, so correct me if I'm wrong. But William, uh, let's see, William Roberger is coming from Quebec to run a pro truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, Glenn Styers is coming with a pro late model. He raced with us last year. Yeah. That's a familiar name, so I'm glad he's coming back. Um, Norman Newman is coming from Ontario, Canada with his tour modified, which is a very popular division down here, as I'm sure you know. Yep. And, um, just before I got on here, maybe about an hour ago, I had a, um, Brandon Vanderway reach out to me. I'm not sure if he's the driver or just part of the team, but they're planning to sign up here within the next couple of days. And I figured I'd mention his name too, since I talked to him. So, um, and then I would imagine perhaps Nick Noggle some other guys too as we get closer right now is kind of the dead time for world series entries we get through christmas we get through new years and then we start racing again and then it really starts to pick up we're at 92 entries right now through all classes and that's you know vocal classes included i would imagine it's going to be by, by the end of the month 160 175 uh, it's going to fill out nicely so it's looking good i wouldn't doubt it ryan i wouldn't doubt this is going to be um Maybe not record car count for the World Series, but it, it's going to parallel some of those record counts. Um, so. uh, the talk that we're getting up here on this side of the border, uh, there's not only a lot of race teams that are going, but there's a lot of race fans that are going to be heading down your way, hitting Daytona. 
hitting Volusia and hitting New Smyrna Speedway. They want to experience the whole deal, and that's the way to do it. Yeah, and that's a that's a big deal too. We need to put butts in the seats. Uh, we want people to come down here and see some great racing, uh, whether it's at the big track in Daytona, which you know you can always see some crazy stuff there, or if they go over to Volusia. I know we get a lot of fans that kind of hit all three tracks while they're down here. They might go get some dirt racing one night, then they come watch some tour mods or something here in New Smyrna, or just pop in for a couple nights throughout the week, and then um, maybe hit the 500 or the qualifying races at Daytona. We're very blessed down here in Central Florida to have all that great racing that we have during this time. I mean, if you're a race fan, you've got something to go watch for like two months straight down here. I know Volusia starts running dirt stuff in January, and then they have their speed week stuff in February, as do we. Um, and, and I think the biggest thing right now for the fans is Daytona speed weeks is very condensed nowadays. It used to be oh, yeah. the whole idea of the world series was to kind of piggyback off those fans coming down to Daytona. Nowadays at Daytona, you get like qualifying the duels, the Xfinity race, Arca race, truck race, and the cup race. There's not a whole lot of practices anymore that take up all day long. So the people that are coming down here, they're better off going to, and no offense to Daytona. I love, I love that place just as much as anybody else, but sure. they're better off going to watch the races at New Smyrna or, or Volusia or, you know, I, there's even other stuff going on. So uh, th- there's so much for those people. And yeah, we still piggyback off the crowds coming down for the Daytona 500. Say what you will about NASCAR these days, but it's still the biggest race. It's the race everybody wants to win. And, um, you know, I, I think it's great. Uh, even Auburndale this year, our, our good friends over there at Auburndale Speedway, they have uh, modifieds coming down. They're running like a modified show, a 602 show and some other stuff for winter nationals. So, everybody's getting in on this uh, Florida racing thing in February. So really, if you come down this way, any of your fans have watched the show, um, you have multiple options as far as, now I want you to come to New and I want to see you guys there, see the great racing we have, but there's so much going on. You can't be disappointed. Oh, absolutely. And well said, even uh, like when you look at the legend cars and the bandoleros, they're running like what, half an hour, three quarters of an hour away from New Smyrna Speedway. In the daytime, uh, there's been lots of teams that are going there through the day to watch either the kids go or the, uh, you know, the rising guys. And then they'll zip to New Smyrna Speedway that night. I've seen yeah. lots of guys doing that. Yeah, uh, and that works out, too. If you, can, if you can get two tracks in one day, you're making the most of the racing day, I can tell you that. Um, there have been times where we've had stuff going on in our area, and I we finished that, and I head over to the next racetrack. I you know, yeah, I work at New Smyrna, but I like to get out and visit all the other racetracks. I, I like racing in general. So um, even though I can only be one place during February speed weeks, I, I, it's, it's so cool, the racing that we have going on. And I'm glad that we've been able to kind of work with Auburndale with their deal. Uh, there was a scheduling conflict that was kind of annoying at first. Um, they got some feedback on that. We worked through that. And now they're going to run like 602s and tour mods and then give them an opportunity come over here and i think that helps everybody if you can come down to the state and run two different racetracks and kind of fill out your weeks and get a whole bunch of racing in i think that's win-win for everybody so i would recommend supporting the uh the auburndale side of things and coming over to new smart especially if you like the the tour modifieds which i know is a big reason a lot of people come down for speed weeks these days oh guaranteed guaranteed and it wasn't that long ago Rob. you'll remember too that the car counts were really suffering yeah. when the tour type modifieds were come out. Uh, you'd end up with, you know, uh, six or seven guys out of New England and you'd have a couple more guys and they'd put them together and you'd end up with two different types of tours 
on the track. And it was a show, but it wasn't. Uh, and then yeah. when the Battle at the Beach took off and they brought the Modifieds in, they came in power in numbers. There was like 50, 60 cars show up. And then they'd come to New Smyrna. It seemed like that was the time that the switch got flicked, and all of a sudden we had modified, true modified racing at New Smyrna. Yeah, before I started working there, um, I was going there as a fan, and then uh, it seems like the year after I started working there is when it really started to take back off. Um, and I know they worked on the rules. There's a lot of people involved in trying to get it to where all the different tours up there, whether it be the Wheeling Tour, um, uh, the Tri-Track series. I'm trying to remember what Ben Dodge talks about every year. Yeah, yeah. They, they have a bunch of different tours, and they're able to kind of get everybody on the same playing field or at least tech them in a way that everybody could be competitive, which can be tough here at New Smyrna. It's, it's a big track. It's a motor track. Um, you've got to have good equipment to run well here. Um, that's just the facts. So um, everybody that got together and was able to, to kind of make a better rules package that invited more people to come down here and feel like they have a chance. There's you know, there's some people that don't care. They just want to come down here to be there. But it, if you can feel like you're going to have a chance, it makes it more inviting to get down here. And you're right. Uh, the first time I went and saw Tormod's at um, at New Smyrna, I think it was for the Blue It race, and they had like 14 cars, which you could have a great race with 14 cars, but it was kind of underwhelming. And, and a couple of those were starting parks. A couple of those might have been SK modifieds, like you said. Yeah. Um, the last couple of years, it's been 30, 35-plus cars. And right now, we're right around 20. And I think... I think that'll trend 25 to 30 before we start speed weeks, which will be just fine. I mean, you put 20 plus cars on the racetrack anywhere and it's usually a good show. You know, you might have to get through a few crashes first, but <laughs> yeah, um, the fights were great here last year. Um, Matt Hirschman dominated. Unfortunately, the, uh, there's some turmoil at the end with, with weather that kind of canceled the rich, not didn't cancel the Richie Evans. It just wasn't allowed to happen. And they kind of put the yeah. official results off qualifying. So we're looking for a little bit better weather this year. I can tell you that much. Well, we'll keep our fingers crossed, right? I got to throw it back to Toronto, do the quick news update. And then you and I will be back and we'll let her rip and talk uh, lots more about the world series. You good with that? Sounds like a plan. Okay. We are going to do that. We got to throw it back to Toronto. Uh, like I say, 90 second news package. Doesn't take long. And then Ryan Stevenson, I will be right back here on race time for hour two. We still got Rye coming up. We've still got uh, Sam Fellows and James Hinchcliffe all to come yet in hour number two. So stay right there. We will be back in just, I don't know, uh, 90 seconds or less. Stay right there. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM channel 167. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence at leafracewear.com. We're an essential part of any team. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to canadiantiremotorsportpark.com. When you think NASCAR, when you think NASCAR, Sirius XM, NASCAR Radio. This may be the most important thing that's ever happened. You're damn right, baby. The races. The Daytona 500 win. I love that we have playoff racing now. The talk shows. We'd love for you guys to participate as well. The unprecedented access. Well, I'm here at the red carpet with the fans. Sirius XM, NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Chastain did a video game move. Also streaming on the SXM app. I think they're happy down here. 
Sirius XM 167. And just like that, our number two begins tonight, all live on Sirius XM. Channel 167 Canada Talks. That is as long as the internet gods left us connected. We're also on Rev TV Canada, Tuesday from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. What do you got for dinner? Oh. People watching in, right, 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 as they're eating supper on Rev TV. And uh, we've got Ryan Stevens on the Zoom line, and we're talking World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing coming up at New Smyrna Speedway, as it has for how many years now? What What is the count this oh, year, right? Is this? Uh, you know, I'm I'm terrible with the count. It's 50-something. Is um, it? Yeah, we're... Something I should, I should just know offhand, but uh, there's been so many of them, it's easy to lose track of but me too buddy you know, the, the best part of it every year it's always great so it's it's just another year of great world series racing now if you've never been to the world series of asphalt stock car racing you really need to key into this tonight uh ryan yeah, class wise there's probably what seven eight divisions that we'll see over the course of nine nights at new smyrna speedway yeah, um, so there's the four divisions that run kind of pretty much every night. Every class has two or three off nights, uh, just because it's getting harder and harder to keep these things running and, and more and more expensive. Uh, but you've got your tour modifies running a five race series. You've got the super late models that are going to run a six race series. Um, you've got Florida modifies, I think they have six or seven races. Prolates have six or seven races. Um, those are the big four divisions that get points throughout the week that are chasing a World Series championship. And then we have the 602 Modifieds coming back. They're going to run a Triple Crown Series. We'll get them points. They're going to run for a championship, too. Um, that's the newest points-counting division of the World Series. And uh, very popular, 25-plus of those already signed in, ready to come down here. Um, and then we have, the, of course, the Wheel and Modified Tour 200 to kick off the NASCAR Wheel and Modified season. And brand new this year, which I'm very excited about, um, is the ASA Stars National Tour. That's coming down. They're going to run that Tuesday night for the Clyde Hart Memorial. Um, it's going to be 15 grand to win, a thousand to start. Um, they've already scheduled a last chance qualifier for that event. It's going to be huge. That's going to help bring the late models down to this area. Whether they all choose to stay and run the World Series, that's up to them. But we're giving them a heck of a uh, stage to race on. I'm, I'm really excited about this ASA race. It's going to rival the Governor's Cup. Um, and I, I, you know, last year we had the Southern Super Series here, and it was a big deal. But this being the ASA Stars National Tour, it's, it, it's even bigger this year. Um, I think it is uh, also going to be a Southern Super Series race and a World Series race, so it's like triple sanctioned. Um, you know, if you like late models, that's going to be the race for you. If you like tour mods, that first Saturday night is going to be for you. Plus, we have all our local divisions that are going to pop in throughout the week as well. So I think you're right. It's 8, 10, 12 divisions, something like that. Um Pretty much a little bit of everything for everybody. Well, I, I was lucky enough to interview uh, Bob Sargent at uh, PRI. And we talked about the ASA. Of course, last year was the inaugural season for the ASA Stars Tour. And uh, I got a chance to talk to him. And staring us right off the bat is that new Smyrna Speedway race. And I said, Bob, that, honestly, it doesn't. It, look how you're going to start. You're going to start at New Smyrna. 
Uh, I can see this being the biggest late model show that has rolled through there in many, many years. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, everybody talks about the snowball derby when it comes to late model races, as they should. I mean, that's like the pinnacle. Um, but, man, and to, to have ASA and, and to have Bob Sargent involved in, in helping with this year's World Series, we've got to give him a lot of credit. Um, he's had a hand get a hand in Governor's Cup this year, and I think it was one of our best Governor's Cup in a long time. Um, he's just he's all business. He just gets things done, and I, I think that race is going to be phenomenal. And I hope that um, some of those guys will come out with it being a World Series counting race. If they can commit to the other you know five or six races, whatever it may be, I hope they stick around and race. I mean. The thing about the World Series, it ain't going to make many people rich, but there's a lot of eyes on this event, whether they're watching on flow or in person. And we're in the shadows of Daytona. I think people need to remember that. A lot of big deal NASCAR people, NASCAR drivers, uh, very important people are watching this event, whether they're right there or watching from afar. Um, I think the eyeballs in the, the, the value to your sponsorships with this event is really what it's all about. Yeah. If you have a good week, you might leave here with a little bit of money to get home with. But uh, I think the whole pinnacle of the World Series is how many people care and pay attention to this. So I think that adds some value to it. Um, it it's going to be it, it's going to be a lot of fun. It, it always is. It's a I'll tell you, it's a long week. You get to day six, seven, and you wonder what day it is anymore. You wonder what you're doing anymore. But then when it's all over, you're like, man, I'm glad I got to be a part of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There wasn't one year that I went down and uh, experienced the World Series that I come home uh, even slightly disappointed. Not not one year did I ever come home like that. Uh, Every single year I went, I was satisfied when I come home. I went, now what am I going to do? Man, I and and you got to wait so long as a Canadian race fan. We got to wait until May before things fire off. Um, and, you know, it, what are you going to go see when it does fire off? It's definitely not going to be the same as what we just left in Florida. You get every guy that is trying to make it in this industry at New Smyrna Speedway. It's truly the, the day before their stars, that's where they're going to be. You can guarantee it. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, we've seen so many big names come through there. I mean, when I first started there, my first World Series, we had Harrison Burton out there running a, a pro-late model, I think, at the time. And then he moved up to super-late models. And, um, you know, we see these guys now and where they're at. It, it's kind of fascinating because you think, well, you know, it's Harrison Burton. His dad's Jeff Burton. That's cool. But then now you see him on Sundays in, in the Cup Series. And uh, the last couple of years, we've had William Byron come down to race with us during the World Series. And yeah. He almost won the Governor's Cup this year. So, I'm glad there's still a little bit of crossover going on. Um, we're going to have Ryan Newman coming down to race the, the tour mod race, uh, the wheel and tour race. Uh, so there are so many big names and, you know, they might not be racing, but if you look through the pits throughout the week, you see some, some famous people and, and they try to be incognito yeah. about it. Um, I believe Kevin Harvick and his late model team, I believe they're coming down with William Swalich. Uh, they were going to come run red eye. Of course, I got read out. Hopefully, they'll come back for the reschedule, but they're planning to run World Series. The big names are going to be there. Whether they're there every single night it remains to be seen. But, you know, it's just the, the World Series, it, it carries its weight. No matter if we're, we're thinking about World Series in 2015, 2016, when it was a little bit down, it's come back to life a little bit. And I think that um, just shows how hard everybody is working at the track. Um, 
we do have several limitations, as you know, with short track racing. Uh, your property is more valuable as an apartment complex these days yeah. than as a racetrack. So uh, we're all working as hard as we can to keep things going. And um, I, I just really appreciate everybody's hard effort work to keep this thing alive, uh, to add these new big tour races and um, all the people that still come down to support it. Because it takes, it takes a lot not only to get here, but to get down here, run well, and win a championship. Hey, uh, there's got to be a lot said, too, for the staff at New Smyrna Speedway, Robert Hart and his son and uh, the whole Hart family uh, going right back to the Clyde days. Uh, it, it is a monumental task to not only run a double-day uh, double weekend. Uh, we see tracks do that fairly often where they got two races one weekend. I know I had Sobble Speedway for 14 years, and, uh, there was a couple times I ran three nights, and I'll tell you, the old tail was dragging the ground by the middle of oh, yeah. it, not to mention by the end of it. And every year I would go down to New Smyrna Speedway, and I'd watch you guys for nine straight nights. Same flag guy, same gate guys, same people in the concessions, and uh, just amazing. And they still had uh, the, the power to smile, to welcome race fans, say thank you. It was amazing. It really is. And uh, uh, it was that it's that's the way it is at New Smyrna. They're happy to see race fans. They're happy to see race teams. And when the weather's right, look out. It's magic. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, we've had some great weather. Uh, last year was tough, but the years before that, we got selected. I think we had all nine nights get in um, like the last three years. Technically, we raced every single night last year. We right. got at least one race in. Mother Nature was not kind to us, but uh, we're, we're hoping that's all cleared out. We're hoping with, with the red eye getting pushed back, that's our bad luck for the winter series. Of course, uh, come summertime, we battle weather every single day down here. It can be tough. Um, but yeah, when the weather is, is nice, when it's like a you know mid sixties evening and the sun is shining, man, it, it's it's beautiful. It's perfect. And, and you mentioned the, the staff and everybody doing this for nine days. We become family during those nine days. And like I said, by week, by day five, six, seven, we're ready to, to kill each other. <laughs> but once it's all done, we all get together and we're like, oh, we did it again. And we're all friends again. And the one thing I will tell you, if you come down here for this whole thing, do not party hard on the first night because you will not make it. <laughs> that first night, it's so inviting because everybody's excited. Everybody wants to hang out and drink two more beers than they should, and that'll ruin you for the rest of the week. So if you get down here, pace yourself yeah. and, and take it easy so you can make all night nights. Yeah, that's a very good advice. Robert used to always tell me when I would show up, uh, I'd come around the corner, and Robert would usually be behind the bar. I don't know why that worked out that way, but Robert, he'd say, hey, Joe, you're back. You know what I'm going to tell you, right? And I'd say, what's that, Robert? The beer's always colder at New Smyrna Speedway. Try. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And the smartest thing we've ever done is to put our payout window just past the bar. <laughs> so you want to come get your payout, you got to walk back by the bar. And you know where a lot of that money goes back. It goes right back to the bar. The smartest thing they've ever done. And, uh, you know, it was nice to see uh, Mr. Hart was out and about at the uh, little 500 that we had here uh, a couple weeks ago with the quarter midgets when they took over the racetrack to run the small track in between turns one and two. And Mr. Hardy, it's harder for him to get out these days, but he's able to make it out one of the nights to see the kids run. So we, not only do we have maybe the future of NASCAR coming in February, but we have the future of racing as a whole out here 
just after Christmas for a little 500 quarter midget event. Those kids are talented, man. We, we have racing's in good hands. Uh, we have great talented drivers coming all the way through the rank. Uh, Robert will be out and about at speed weeks. Of course, if you see him, say hello at a distance. Um, you know, he's battling uh, some various health things, but it, it's great that he's still out there. His wife, Jane has taken on uh, so much more of the day-to-day racing stuff. And, uh, you know, with the help of Rusty and, and Holly, uh, we're all just we're trying to make it to the next day, trying to keep these big events feasible. And uh, we hope that everybody comes down uh, this February uh, for the Red Eye, February 3rd, of course. We're, we're going to make that like a World Series preview. So that, that's what's going to happen there. And then, of course, that uh, very next Friday, uh, we start the, the World Series. That's going to run. Let me just peek at the dates here so I don't mess that up because that's pretty important. Um, the first day of the World Series, of course, is that Friday night, the 9th. So that is February 9th through February 17th for the World Series. Nine straight nights. I invite you to come to every single one of them because each one is unique and fun. Um, of course, you can go to our website. And if you got to pick certain days, I know a lot of people are going to be coming the 10th for the NASCAR Wheel and Tour Mods and the 13th for the ASA Stars National Tour Super Light 200. Those are the kind of the marquee ones. Of course, we have the Richie Evans on Friday the 16th for the Tour Mods. you got the Blewett Memorial on February the 14th. You've got the Orange Blossom 100 to end everything on February 17th. Come to all nine nights and then go to the Daytona 500. I challenge you. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to miss it. We're with Ryan Stevens. He is the voice at New Smyrna Speedway. Uh, right? is there a, a Speed Week uh, grand ticket where you can buy to get you into the grandstand from night one to the very end? So they did actually do that this year. Um, it is available on our website. You can go and buy a nine-day general admission ticket. Now, if you want to sit in a certain spot, reserve your tickets, uh, we recommend you call in, reserve a spot, because uh, there's a difference between the reserve and general admission. Um, we will have nine or well, 10 day because we have a practice day, 10-day armbands available for the World Series. If you want to do the, the pit experience, the pits are open to everybody unless we hit capacity. Um, we will have camping available at Speedway for, I believe it's about 30 bucks a night, permanent camping, first come, first serve. Um, there's a ticket for everything. So, uh, But, yes, you, if you go to our website, you can buy the nine-day pass to the World Series, or you can just kind of come and go as you please. You can always give us a call, reserve tickets, and um, obviously if you if you sign up to race and you're with a race team, you'll get your armbands. Or if you're a fan and you want to do the, the pit experience, we do so. Um, those 10-day armbands, you can go get a one-day armband. Just uh, come hang out and uh, experience it all. Well, but go want... to our website because that's where most of the information is. And the website again, NewSmyrnaSpeedway.com. NewSmyrnaSpeedwayUSA.com uh, or NewSmyrnaSpeedway.org. Either one will take you to the same place. Okay. Now, uh, what I was going to say was uh, at New Smyrna, uh, camping-wise, if you haven't got your hotel room booked yet, uh, you're going to have to really search around because they do go fast. Yeah. Um, where I always tried to stay was actually in Deland. Uh There's a Holiday Inn and a Comfort Inn right there. Uh, real good spots to stay, and you're kind of centralized. Uh, if you're going to the big track or you're going to New Smyrna, I never missed a night at New Smyrna, and I tried to take everything in at Daytona. So that was kind of like a central location. Uh, but if you haven't got your hotel room yet, you're going to want to really check into that. Do it tonight, actually. Uh, but you do offer camping. The camping yes. is, uh, if it's still in the same spot, 
It's right across the road from the Speedway, correct? So, yeah, we actually have camping uh, basically adjacent to the parking lot. So as you come into the property, you can turn right to go to the pit area, or you can kind of go straight to, to go to the main parking area. If you go to the main parking area and take a left, there's and you can't miss it. They put signs up and everything. There's a big camping area, and it's it's big, but it has the last couple of years gone to capacity by about the second or third night. So if you are camping, I recommend make plans to be here Thursday or Friday that first week to get a good spot. I, it, you know, people come and go, and that's fine. Um, but yeah, I definitely recommend if you're planning to camp down here and you want to spend the week with us or spend that first weekend with us, get here early. Because once it's full, it's full and Again, we, we do have strict – luckily, um, we're in the good graces of the county, but we do have uh, strict guidelines that we have to adhere to. We can't have any campers outside of that area. So um, got to make sure if you're going to camp, you get here early. And it is primitive camping, so make sure you bring your generator, whatever you need, uh, your amenities. Um, but it, it's a lot cheaper than a hotel, and you're right there. You can walk to the track and back and forth within five minutes. So, yeah, and if you uh, and, ice- and you you need ice or beer. You got it right across the road. Is that still uh what? What that was the Sitco, wasn't it? Right across the road. Yeah. So now it's uh there, there's a subway over there now. They have a Dollar General over there now. They do yeah. have the uh, we call it the Sam Sula Mall over there. Uh, they do have that gas station, which um, is so popular during race day. Uh, it's funny. I'll walk in there to get a sandwich, and I have my new smart shirt on. They'll be like, "Oh, you almost be racing today. We've been busy." So <laughs> yeah. Um, there is that. And then literally 10 minutes down the road is a Walmart. You can get into to town closer to New Smyrna. So there's, there's all kinds of stuff around. And um, you're right about uh, if you get a spot down into land or even Orlando is not terrible. Yeah. Um, I live 15 minutes east of Orlando and it takes me about 40 minutes to get to the racetrack. And I do that every single day. And it's it's not really that bad. So. There's, there's plenty of options available if you're going to come down here and make a week out of it. Yeah, and uh, we stayed a couple of years in Port Orange, which wasn't bad either. Sure. Just a little bit further no, up, uh, up I-4, I think it was, I-4, uh, just a little bit up yep. uh, towards Orlando. But uh, there there still is places. You just got to look, and you got to look hard, and um, it, it's well worth the money. Let me tell you, it's well worth the money. Yeah. With Ryan Stevens tonight, things get underway February the 9th for the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing. Uh, i got to ask you, uh, how did the 2023 season shake out? Who are your champions? Because, you know, fans that come to the World Series will see some local content. Those guys like jumping in. And normally, you're looking at some of the champions that participated all season long and their hot shoes right at that speedway. Yeah, you know, our 2023 season was pretty good. Um, all things considered, we got our late model series back on track running the, the Sunbelt series. We had a really good car counts for the super late models all year long. They ran a six-pack series of 100-lap races. Same with the pro late models. They had good car counts. Um, the, the track has been trying to do things to um, sometimes a less is more approach. Instead of having a million races a year, you get six to ten. And that way, it's less of a commitment. You might be able to travel a little bit more and still come to New Smyrna. But we had we had a really good season. It was a lot of fun. And um, you will see a lot of our locals running those local classes, especially on the, the two weekends. Our local classes will be adding support to the World Series uh, lineup. We'll give a shout-out to our, our champions here real quick, uh, since we have a moment here. Um, see, in the, uh, in the 602 months, we have Christopher Hatton, who will be racing both the – 
Tour Modifieds, and the 602 Mods during the World Series. Our Coonsman won for the Ground Pounders, the classic vintage cars that will be back for the World Series. Oh, cool. Uh, Frank Button won our Bomber B Championship. Uh, Brandon Monroe, Bomber A. Sean Bass won the Mod Mini Six-Pack Series Championship. Richard Levance won the Truck Series Championship backwards in the mud. <laughs> so that was pretty spectacular. Um, Super Stocks went to Blake Clouser, a young rookie who graduated from the quarter midget track that I was talking about a little while ago. Um, he beat out all the veterans in that division. Uh, Dylan LeBeau won our EMOD championship, and he might be moving up to some ARCA stuff here in, in a little while. He's he's an up-and-coming driver. Uh, Travis Devendorf, he'll be back for the World Series in our sportsman division. He was our champion there. Jerry Simons, the veteran. You, Simons. you can see him at the World Series every year, the Florida Modifieds. He was our Florida Modified champion again this year. And then, of course, Brad May. Uh, what what else can you say about Brad May? He won both the Super Lace and the Pro Lace Championship. And uh, you know what? It's kind of funny. A uh, real quick story about Brad May. He uh, he stopped by my house to drop off a Christmas present for my daughter. One of the sweetest things anybody's done. Uh, he and his wife showed up. They didn't have to do this at all. They saw something. They brought it over. So I was just having a casual conversation with Brad while we were in the, the front yard when they were there. And I said, well, I guess we'll see you at Red Eye in, in a couple of days, I, I would assume. And he goes, yeah, you'd assume that, but... Uh, I'm not going to be able to make it this year. I have a trip with my son, so we're going out of town. We won't be there. And he looks at me and goes, I'm hoping for rain. And sure enough, we had a terrible forecast. It rained. So Brad May got his wish. And I'm sure we'll see him now at Red Eye and World Series. Oh, Brad, what a competitor. And well, You can't beat the guy. He is that nice of a person as well. A not staunch competitor sure. on the track. He has been on Race Time Radio. I know you hooked us up a couple of years ago. He ended up winning one of the races we were on the air, and we got him on. Uh, too cool. Perfect. Yeah, he's a great guy. Great team, too. He and Bobby Sears Racing, they've kind of they've become the staple uh, ever since the, the passing of David Rogers, of course, which is very sad. He was kind of the, the, the man of New Smyrna Speedway for a long time. He kind of passed that baton over to Brad May and Bobby Sears Racing, and uh, um, Brad is so good, and he's always there. And, and like you said, he's so nice. He helped a competitor in the pro late last year. They got in a big wreck, destroyed his only car. Brad and team gave them a new car, got them back on track. It's just, it's little things like that. And that's what the racing community is really all about at the end of the day. We're, we're a big family. Sometimes we want to get at each other's throats, but uh, there's so many good people in the racing world. It's amazing. Well, that's like David Rogers. He was always a staple. Uh, when I would come through long before I had a radio show and part of the media end of it, I was uh, a racetrack owner and a really a fan. And I got to meet yeah. David Rogers back in the day and, uh, he's just a super guy. He'd always invite you into the hauler. Sit down. Let's talk. What do you want to talk about? And uh, he was always a wealth of information. Uh, it just just a great guy. And it, like you say, he's missed. It, he's going to be missed. Very much. Guaranteed for a long time. This is going to be a good year. I got a feeling, right? This is going to be the one to be at. Yes. I, I think so. It's, we're going to see some amazing stuff. Every night always has a highlight. So, whether, you know, if you're not able to make those big marquee events, don't worry. The other seven nights of the World Series, they still have dramatic moments. I, I love how the championship uh, builds up towards the end of the week and you get these champions and it might make somebody's career. So you could you could see a career in the making here this February and you'll see some wild racing, probably some photo finishes, some spectacular wrecks. Um, it kind of, I, I think no matter what you like as a race fan, you get to see it during the World Series. We basically run a full season in nine nights. It, it's so unique. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Any any chance? To, have you heard? Is Ben Dodge going to make it with the modified? Is he going to come up and call a night or two? 
Yes, Ben is planning to be here, um, which is which is great. I've learned so much from him. Um, listen, I, I I don't do what I do to to make fans and stuff, but if I have a fan, uh, he's probably my biggest fan. He, he's so supportive, uh, so kind. Um, I, like I said, I've learned so much. The year he couldn't make it, it, it really stunk to not have the voice of the modifieds there. But he told the track, he's like, listen, you don't need to bring anybody else to, to replace me. Let Ryan do it. He's the man over there. He's got this. So um, I'm always so glad when I hear from Ben that he's going to be coming down. So Ben Dodge will be there to call the, the tour modified races. So it, it will feel like the World Series for sure. All we need is Jim Trado there, and uh, everything's going to be just the, the way it should be. I can guarantee that. And I wouldn't doubt we'll see him. Absolutely. Uh, I was with uh, with, with Jim at uh, PRI, and I know he's talking about it. So uh, it's going to be exciting. It will be. And it's like you said, um, it's not just the racers. I mean, we're talking car owners, uh, media personalities. I've seen so many podcasts. I, I run a, a podcast that I, that I do here weekly uh, about Central Florida racing. And we have all these big podcasts coming down now, YouTube channels, you name it. Uh, people are all over this event covering it. So it's funny when I go back um, doing research and stuff, I see all these different uh perspectives of the event from other people that I didn't even know were here. So yeah, um, it really is a big deal in the racing world, this World Series. Well, we genuinely appreciate the time tonight, Ryan. And what do you say we let you go back to work, get those names all built up, and we'll check in with you right around the end of January, and we'll set the stage just before we go green in the red eye and for the World Series of Asphalt Stalker Racing. Sound good? That sounds like a plan to me. We'll be in touch. You betcha. That is Ryan Stevens, and it is New Smyrna Speedway. Uh, you don't want to miss it. Uh, I'm telling you, it's going to be one of those years. And uh, as we get closer, we'll get Ryan back on the show and uh, get you that updated list. You can follow along, too. Get to New Smyrna Speedway's website. They do a great job of keeping things up to date as the World Series gets closer. You can see if one of your local drivers is going to be heading to New Smyrna. Uh, and there's always surprises. I've never seen a year yet that hasn't been surprise-filled when it comes time for New Smyrna. We're going to hit this break. When we come back, Sam Fellows is going to be here. CTMP, we'll talk NASCAR Canada. We'll talk about everything that Sammy's got going on. Stay with us all live tonight on Race Time Radio. Hey, race fans, Donald Chisholm from Riverside Speedway in Nova Scotia, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, Channel 167. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by GSR Parts, sprint car specialists with chassis, engines for dirt or asphalt cars, from wings to springs. GSR's got you covered. Contact Terry and start winning today. Also by Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Nothing connects like country music. Country music. Dig in to Sirius XM's Country Universe. The next generation on the highway, Channel 56. I need something you. This millennium's hits on Y2 Country Channel 61. Or 80s and 90s prime country on Channel 58. Tap into these and more in the country category on the SXM app. Included with all trials and popular plans. 
What is SiriusXM NASCAR Radio? Tyler Reddy will go to Victory Lane at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. You just won at Indy. Down here in Victory Lane, let me ask the fans. It's all. Joe Illigato will set his sights on the championship. Two times, baby. Things. He shoved him up the right track. Back up on the throttle as he heads to victory. <laughs> NASCAR. Oh, he loses it. He crashes. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Also streaming on the SXM app. Oh, hell yeah. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here there and everywhere doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward you stop by a napa auto parts store you can count on napa know-how tonight's race time radio is brought to you by napa auto parts stores new glasgow andy ganesh and port hawksbury nova scotia you can count on napa know-how ap race fuels the worldwide leader in race fuel technology drivers Start your engines! Welcome back to the track. Live on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM 167. And welcome back, one and all, to Race Time Radio, live tonight on Sirius XM 167 Canada Talks and Rev TV Canada every Tuesday from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. You can catch Race Time Radio. I'm Joe Chisholm along with our next guest. He comes to us all the way from Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. His name is Sam Fellows. What's going on, Sam? Happy New Year, buddy. How are you? Hey, Happy New Year. How are you doing? Doing good. I see the record up uh, on the wall behind you. <laughs> that's a different way to get a record. Uh, yeah, that's... Uh... That's actually a clock. I don't know if it's oh, working it's, or not. But <laughs> it's a I'm, clock. I like. I'm a very. We're a very musical family. So I, I got. A, I got my uh, Elvis here. I got my race stuff there. So <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. How'd the holidays go? Great, great, really good. Um, kind of, uh, you know, didn't talk say too much about it, but actually, my wife uh, gave birth to our to our daughter on uh, December seventeenth. So we got an awesome little Christmas present there, and it's. Uh, Good not man. a ton of sleep right now, but <laughs> it's oh. it's it's been really awesome. So. Oh, it, that feeling you've got right now, Sam, take that and lament <laughs> it, buddy. It's going to be there until they hit, like, I don't know, little Joe's 26, uh, pardon me, 36 years old, and I still wow. get that feeling every now and then. I can't sleep. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I don't think it's, it's sunk in yet, but uh, it's a pretty awesome feeling for sure. Do you know who's smiling right now? Your dad and your mom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, they're both they're both very in love with their little granddaughter, so it's it's pretty cool to see. Awesome stuff. Well, that is truly a really unique Christmas gift. You won't get one of them every year. If you do, uh, you're going to have like huge trouble. Sammy, so great to see you. And uh, man, I got to tell you, over the holidays, I was seeing lots of stuff coming up for CTMP. We got tickets on sale. We got lots happening at the track. Yeah, we did. We did a, a little uh, merchandise drive as we always do, and then uh, pro- we did some tickets on on sale uh, a little bit early this year, which was nice. And um, yeah, I think it's it's going to be uh, a good a good year once again. And, and I think the one everyone is looking forward to specifically is is Labor Day, just to have you know the Trans Am series back, you know Formula Four, Formula Regional, 
Uh, I believe, yeah, of course, NASCAR Canada will be there, but I believe uh, both FEL series and uh, Nissan Central Cup. So, I mean, that's a that's a big <laughs> that's a big uh, weekend there. Um, and then, you know, the other events are, are also, you know, pretty awesome. But, uh, you know, maybe something a little bit different on the a Labor Day weekend to get people, um, you know, fired up for that one specifically. Obviously, July, you got the uh, Chevrolet Grand Prix, you know, the Victoria Day Speed Fest last year, I think, was was one of the best turnouts I've, I've maybe ever seen for that event. So hopefully we can keep that momentum going this year. And uh yeah, I mean, uh, Superbike Weekend, Verac, uh, Vintage, it's it's uh, another, you know, solid year, hopefully, at the racetrack. And uh, uh, we're looking forward to the, the start of the, the EMSA Series here uh, not too, in the not-too-distant future. Well, I'm hoping. we got James Hinchcliffe coming up after you. Of yeah. course, he's getting ready for Daytona. And I read through it. He's going to do some select events. But, man, we got to get him to CTMP when those guys roll in. Yeah, absolutely. That would be nice. I'm not sure exactly what their their driver lineup plan is for that, but that would that would make a lot of sense. Hopefully, we'll see what happens. I guess. Wouldn't that be cool? And uh, yeah, how are things coming with your race team? Good. Yeah, I think yeah we uh, we're building a new car with uh, McCall Racing Enterprises right now, so we're we're all pretty excited uh, to have you know a brand new piece coming. Obviously, McCall is. Um, you know, is I think they're the best in the business, and and uh, working with them has been a pleasure. And I've already been at the shop. Uh, you know, we're only seven days into the new year, but I've already been at the shop. Uh, you know, getting getting fitted and uh, getting everything ready to go. And we've got a, a, a test, you know, a little test schedule um, coming up. Uh, hopefully, when the, the snow melts, uh, hopefully around April. April we'll get testing. But um, yeah, I think we're 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 going to focus on. Um, quality over quantity and we're going to we're going to focus on the four road courses so both ctmps trois and icar uh with a brand new piece here and uh you know we, we need to get some good results obviously last year was a tough year for us and we kind of got into the game late but you know we, we got established as a team and we got a little bit of of uh you know uh, experience under our belt as a crew and and it, i'm really proud of, of the bunch that we have you know mike not uh, Al Logue, uh, Greg Dunbar, a uh, friend of mine, Jeremy Jova. You know, we got a, a fun little group, uh, George Megala. He's a bit of a lifelong friend, uh, family friend, and uh, he's driving the, the rig for us. So, you know, it's a, it's a fun group, and I think just the next logical step is some good results, and that'll make everybody have a little bit more fun. So, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I, I'm super excited for it, and I, yeah, I am snowy today in toronto so i can't wait for that to to melt and we can get to uh, some testing and see how things pan out sam there is no doubt in my mind i've watched you race you my friend have got the talent to get out there and not only compete but you can go and win races it happens that nascar canada has got a whack of really good race teams that uh man you're in the deep end when you're out there with those guys but uh, what it takes time to get the chemistry to get everything that you're going to need to get to victory lane but uh by the sounds of it and by the look of everything i like your chances this year my friend when you roll into ctmp it, there's nobody that's going to know that track better than you three rivers another one that you can pretty well count on and icar man it's a tight track so uh, all of those things combined, I like your chances this year. P3 
People are going to notice that 87 car. I guarantee it. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. It's good to know I have, I have one fan out there. So, <laughs> Well, it's true. It's true. I'm just calling it for what it is. Uh, when I add it all up, especially with a new car, a lot can be said about a new car. And I know you get it out of the box, and sometimes it isn't what you planned. You've got to learn something because it's going to be different, right? Yeah, and I think there's a reason why you know the top the top teams they they get a new car every year every other other year. So there's been you know a, a lot learned in the last uh, decade, and the car that we had this year I think was about a decade old. So uh, I'm sure you know McCall wouldn't be in business if they didn't learn yeah. a lot over a decade. So uh, I'm sure the the car that we're going to get is is I think will be a lot different than what I'm used to. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a great, you know, series that we have with the, like you said, like the competition is, is super high and, um, but you need to be prepared. And, uh, I, you know, I don't know where I heard of this, some racing documentary I was watching this winter, but I think, uh, you know, luck is just, you know, preparation, waiting for an opportunity. And I, I wrote that down. Um, and I kind of shared that with some of our team members and, you know, that's, that's really the key is, is, is bring, being prepared. And, and we forget sometimes that, you know, a lot of us in, in the Canadian NASCAR series are, are part-timers and, you know, our crew chief's a, a full-time farmer and, and all of our, our crew people have, you know, regular jobs and stuff that they do Monday to Friday. And then on the weekends we come in and we're, uh, you know, get to put on a show for the, the fans, but, but uh, it's important to in between those race, those, uh, you know, times when we get to races is, is the preparation is, is almost just as important. Right. So we're going to focus on really focus on that. And uh, you know, we'll have obviously lots of time uh, between, you know, the first race and, and the second road, road course race is a big gap there in the schedule this year, but um, yeah, lots of time for testing and uh, get things dialed in. And uh, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to, to try out the car and, and see how it see how it runs and uh, hopefully hopefully get a little bit higher up the grid than than we've been. So uh, that's that's the plan this year. It's funny how luck sort of follows, uh, especially the good type of luck seems to follow the guys <laughs> that are prepared. Uh, it, yeah. it that they sort of go hand in hand, and it doesn't help or it doesn't hurt to have the help like you've got in your headset. And having run yeah. fellows up top, sort of guiding you through there, um, that that's got to feel pretty good. Having a guy that's been there, done that, and won it. Yeah, I gotta I gotta rein him in a little bit more on the race weekends. Yeah, he's he's such a. Um, it's funny in our family, you know, he's just dad. He's just Ron. And uh, but when we get to the racetrack, obviously, there's a lot of people tugging at him in different directions and wanting his time. And he's uh, he's always tried to make time for for everybody, but. I told him, I said, this year, I, you know, I, I'd like if you could just, you know, hide in the back of the hall or after my practice just to come and, and help me out a little bit more. Because he, I think he's the, you know, one of the best assets, obviously, that we have on our team. So uh, I'd, I'd like him to, to uh, <laughs> be a little bit more selfish with his time this year. But no, I mean, having him as, as my spotter uh, and as my driver coach for the past three years in this series has been super, super cool. Uh, super fun experiences and uh you know lots of stories to uh, pass on to the the next generation uh that we've already been working on here so uh pretty pretty awesome stuff and and you know the whole family we're excited about it you know my brother uh is is helping out on the team my mom is is really the kind of the 
the big boss <laughs> of it all. And um, yeah, so it's 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 super cool. My my wife and obviously the baby will they'll will they'll be there. So um, it's uh, really a family family thing, and that's how it's always been in in uh, in our houses. You know, my dad always and my mom and dad always took us to all the races, and we were always involved. Uh, you know, at the track, so it's it's super cool, and I'm excited to like I said, take that, bring that to the next generation. Yeah, well, we're excited as race fans to see what you got coming at us. Uh, that's the cool part. When does the new car arrive? And knowing you, Sam, as the process unfolds, you'll keep us all up to date on social media, will you? Yeah, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll do my best. <laughs> um, my, I, I'm not the best at social media. It's kind of one of those, you got to have it, but I, I don't post uh, probably as much as I should. But we have a uh, another uh, account that's uh, my brother's running, so he may be a little bit better than that. And that's just uh, the team name, fellow at fellows McGraw Racing. And um, yeah, no, I think I think McCall's expecting that they'll be done, you know, end of February with the car. So we'll have kind of a month or so to to tinker with it uh, behind the scenes, and then hopefully, like I said, get it on track at some point when the snow melts in in April and and get to testing, you know, right away at, uh, at CTMP on the Grand Prix circuit and, and get, uh, get our stuff dialed in. And, um, yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, it's exciting. It's a whole brand new uh, blank canvas. So I think that's what we're, we're kind of almost excited about. So that'll be race one CTMP for you, right? That's right. CTMP. And I believe that's the, the, uh, the first race of the season this year for, for the Canadian NASCAR Canada series, newly uh, renamed NASCAR Canada series. So, I mean, I, m- I remember that used to be the, you know, the first race of the year for a long time, right? Yeah, but um, in the last few years that I've been racing, it, it was at sunset. So it'll be uh, interesting, obviously, to get it started on a, on a road course where we know the, uh, the races is all, the races are always close and the finishes are always <laughs> uh, pretty dicey. So, so uh, it'll be a, an interesting uh, first race once again. So, uh, yeah, we'll get we'll get uh, that going, and then, like I said, we'll have a, a a while until the next race in August. But all the more time to to do some testing and and see what we learned at that uh, first race. Uh, can't wait, can't wait, Sam. This has been great catching up with you tonight. And uh, if you don't mind, they're going to lean on you again before we go green. Probably after you've got a little bit of test time in that car. And I'll be watching social media. If I don't see nothing, I'll be uh, prying on you to say, hey, give us some <laughs> photos. Come on, fess up. Yeah, sounds good. It's, it, right, right now, there's, not, there's not, much, not much to it, as you can imagine. It's, uh, it's, uh, you know, there's some components on, but uh, a, lot of, a lot of frame right now. And, uh, but these guys work fast. I think, you know, the, the, the shop manager there, Paul, was telling me, you know, once, once everything is kind of together, they, you know, they're, they're hoping to get it done in, by the end of February. So, uh, you know, they work, they work fast and, and they're good at what they do. And, uh, you know, they're obviously got a great history in this series. So we're excited to be working with them and, and they're going to help us out a little bit. McCall will, uh, on the, on the prep side as well. And, and, uh, yeah, we're, it's, it's a great synergy. I think that we're building and hopefully, uh, hopefully that, uh, works out well for everybody. Can't wait to see what it looks like, runs like, and goes like. Uh, going <laughs> to be too. off the hook. <laughs> Sam fellows. Thanks for the time. Say hi to mom and dad. And, Congratulations to you and your wife in the new edition. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. You betcha. Sam Fellow, CTMP, also a driver in NASCAR Canada. Watch. He's going to win this year. Mark my words.
I got a feeling. And uh, usually when I got a feeling, it's correct. I got a feeling you're going to hear a break. It's next. And then James Hinchcliffe on the other side. Stay with us. Hi, I'm Sean Tucker, driver of the 52 A.L. Gullison Disaster Cleanup Chevrolet, and you're listening to me on Race Time Radio on Sirius. From coast to coast, coast, you're listening to Canada Talks. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by GSR Parts, sprint car specialists with chassis, engines for dirt or asphalt cars. From wings to springs, GSR's got you covered. Contact Terry and start winning today. Also by Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Iconic Games. 43 points for Stephen Curry. The Golden State Warriors have recaptured home court. One of the best players in the league requesting a trade. The Suns and the Heat are among the two teams Durant has on his wish list. And saying goodbye to one of the greatest players that ever lived. The passing of NBA legend Bill Russell today at the age of 88. If you missed our top 10 NBA stories of 2022 with Frank Isola and Mitch Lawrence, hear it anytime with the SXM app. Just search NBA Radio. Explore the musical world of an American rock and roll troubadour on his very own channel. Tom Petty Radio. All of Tom's music. Influences. Collaborations. This is Tom Petty here on The Very Treasure Show. Heartbreakers hosted shows. Check out my show, The Breakdown with Mike Campbell. And more. It's Tom Petty Radio. Channel 31. It's alright. And in the SXM app. Included with all trials and popular plans. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track, making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your Quick Quick Fire Starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick Quick Fire Starters, no harmful chemicals, and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts stores, Port Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and any Gadish, Nova Scotia. I want my if you're looking for miles per gallon, you're definitely at the wrong place. Maybe a few channels up or a few channels down, you'll find it. But this is Race Time Radio on Sirius XM 167. Canada Talks. And now, back with your host, Joe Chisholm. And welcome back, everyone. All live tonight on Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. I'm Joe Chisholm, and joined by the mayor of Hinchtown. We got him, James Hinchcliffe. What's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm very well, but how are you? Good, good, good. Happy New Year. Did you have a good holiday? <laughs> Yes, yeah, had a great time. Uh, spent some time up in up in Canada with the family for Christmas, and then uh, down with some friends in, in warmer climates. Let's say for for New Year's, but 
back in Indy now and back to work. Man, it couldn't get any warmer. You're a Canadian. You know how nice it was this time around. I think it was 12 degrees, James, the one day. like 12 degrees Celsius for American guys. But, uh, hey, it was nice. It was. I mean, it's, I don't love it, if I'm honest. I, I love a white Christmas. You know, as a, growing up as a kid, that was what you kind of expected. And I don't think we've ever been, you know, this far into the year without a proper snow back home. So it's, uh, yeah, it didn't quite feel the same. Nah, it's coming, buddy. It's coming. You know, <laughs> our traditional saying is we're going to pay for this and we're going to. Uh, it's coming. James, great to hear that you're going to be back behind the wheel, uh, at least for a couple of races this year. 24 hours of Daytona, got a brand new love by a bunch of Canadians, I can guarantee you that. Yeah, no, really excited. I mean, it's uh, it's something I've wanted to do kind of since I stepped back from IndyCar was, is get more involved in the sports car world. I've been able to do Daytona, you know, five or six times before in the past with uh, with Mazda through a bunch of iterations of, of their race program and, and their cars. Uh, but, it, you know, it was always kind of something we wanted to do. And we started speaking with FAF really at the end of 21. Uh, about trying to put a program together and for a bunch of reasons it, it sort of took a little bit of time to get there but you know there's the obvious reasons why i was was speaking with them and uh, as a canadian team in the, in the series it kind of was a special thing to be able to do and then bringing on canadian tire as a partner and then bringing on me for the endurance races uh, alongside ollie and marvin as the two full-time guys it's it's kind of come together as a bit of a dream program so i'm, I'm very excited well you gotta be man the look of that race car is just mind-blowing man that thing looks fast just sitting there and that's worth two tenths you know a, a good paint scheme we know that so it's uh, that's something we're really excited about and yeah it was fun to kind of be part of the the unveil uh, on the 30th uh, of last month we kind of showed everybody finally what the car was going to look like you know they've, they've got quite a reputation that team they've they've built quite a brand with the plat porsche over the you know almost decade they ran uh, with with that manufacturer, but switching over to McLaren now, it was important to kind of, you know, maintain some of that uh, identity from the team side. And Platt is still on the car. So now we're the Platt McLaren. I've got my, you know, I got my Platt on today, as I do most days, like any good Canadian guy does. Yep. But uh, no, we're, we're excited. It looks good. Hopefully it's fast, though. That's the most important thing. Well, yeah, you guys, uh, I, I can see it now. You're going to not be happy unless you get the pole. Uh, you're going to want the pole for the race for your class uh, and James, it's got to be such a change from an indie car into this car. I know that uh, you couldn't ask for a better car to get into, but how how in God's name are you going to make the transition mentally from here to the foot to the hands to uh, to everything without any test time? Or have you got any laps in? Uh, I got a I got a handful of laps, and I, I use that term because that's really what it was uh, in the beginning part of December over in Europe. But uh, before our car got shipped to the, to Canada, but uh, but no, you know we have the roar coming up before the race, and and I mean quickly is how I'm going to have to adapt. It's obviously a big change, and you know sports cars has just gotten so so competitive. There are so many young drivers that kind of transition to sports cars or even start off with a goal of sports car racing and kind of gone are the days where if you had done, you know, a decent career in IndyCar, you could just walk into the IMSA paddock and have contracts thrown at you and you're kind of beating them off <laughs> and trying to figure out, you know, yeah. which team you're going to go with. Now you really got to earn your spot and it is a very different driving style. Certainly, um, you know, we've seen a lot of, a lot of prominent open wheel guys come into GT cars specifically and, and kind of struggle to get up to pace. So that's something I'm very cognizant of and, working very closely with the team and my teammates 
Um, you know, specifically Marvin, you know, he's a factory McLaren guy. He's probably the best driver of a, of a McLaren in, in the country or sorry, the world um, when it comes to their GT3 cars. So we're going to lean on him quite a bit, Ollie and I, but, uh, but no, I'm excited. Hopefully we can, we can get up to speed quickly and put on a good show. But it wasn't that long ago, uh, it, you know, 24 hours of Daytona, always been a staple event for road racing. And of course the kickoff to another brand new year but it wasn't that long ago. Uh, yeah, there was a few people on pit road, uh, but really nothing in the grandstand to speak of. You take a look at Daytona now uh, for the 24 hours of Daytona, and there is some serious people there, man. Uh, like it has, it has really gained a whole new respect and culture all the way through. Uh, you got crossover from everything coming in to check it out. Uh, this is going to be a good year. No, I think so. You know, I mean, and credit to IMSA. They've done a great job over the last few years sort of building up the fan base and, and spectators at races. And certainly with the launch of the GTP cars last year, that was a that was a big boost. And uh, I think everyone's excited to get to Daytona now. And, you know, I think the GT3 rules and the GT category is, is a big part of that as well. You've got now, I think it's eight manufacturers running in GT alone, which is incredible. So you can show up to the race enjoy 24 hours of driving and, you know, looking at the cars that either you're driving at home on the road or you see driving on the road. And it's uh, it's a testament to all the work that's gone, you know, it's gone on behind the scenes. John Doonan and the whole team there at IMSA has done a phenomenal job. And, uh, yeah, excited to now be part of that. With James Hinchcliffe tonight getting prepared for the Rolex 24. He hasn't got a Rolex, at least he hasn't won one yet, I don't think. Uh, to be time to win one this time around. Uh, James, how does it work out stint-wise? You've got four drivers that are going to be on your team. Uh, how does it work out stint-wise? Do you draw straws to see who starts and who ends? How's that going to go? No, it's a bit more scientific than that. Uh, you know, we've got a great engineering squad at FAF and you know, great, great strategy. That's, that's one of the huge strengths of this organization. And so uh, it's exciting to get to work with the brains behind the operation there. But you know, when you look at it, ultimately – Marvin and Oliver are the two full season drivers. They're the most experienced in the sports car world. So they're going to be sort of your lead off and your anchor for sure. Um, you know, I, I would, I would suspect that Marvin's going to finish the race for us because everything up to that point is just sort of staying on the lead lap. If, if we're on the lead lap with four hours to go, life's good. And uh, the job of myself and Alexander Rossi, who are being brought in just for this race, you know, it's probably going to be doing you know the lion's share of the of the grunt work overnight letting the letting the proper drivers sleep and rest up for the fight to the flag but uh that's fine that's what we're here for we know we know that alex has won this race oliver's won this race uh so we got a couple you know a couple of champions of the 24 on the roster and they know how to get it done and so even though all the all the details aren't worked out yet that's that's probably what we're going to see we're going to see one of those two guys start one of those two guys finish rossi and i covering a bunch of ground in the middle of the night in the middle of the stint or middle of the race rather uh but no that's 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 how this works and that's the best shot of winning i'll be watching you can guarantee it and i'll be cued in on you guys uh it, 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 we've seen every weather condition imaginable for the 24 hours of daytona sometimes you get lucky and it's sunny and clear skies overnight sunny in the morning and away you go uh what would it be if we end up with some rain in there would that be is that advantage or disadvantage for you guys? Yeah, you know, it's an interesting question. Um, 
just with limited knowledge of the car in general, you would kind of think it's a bit of a disadvantage. Those handful of laps that I got, uh, I was mentioning at the beginning of December, most of them were in the wet, if I'm honest. So I actually feel a lot better if we get a bit of rain over the course of the night, which I know happens all the time. Um, I've had that many times in my races at Daytona, but, uh, no, I feel a lot better about driving that thing in the rain after getting a couple. I'm glad that for this way, I'm glad my first laps in the rain weren't in the race. And now I've got a little bit of an understanding of the car in that sense. So that's good. Uh, it's the dry running I need to sort out now. <laughs> You're an accomplished broadcaster too, watching you through the F1 stuff. Uh, what do you got on the docket there this year or what is your plan? I know you got select races, uh, but what's happening? Well, you know, obviously we're back with NBC for the full IndyCar program, which I'm very excited about. Um, such a great team there, getting to work alongside Diff and T-Bell and, and everybody behind the scenes and down on pit lane. And uh, so that's, that's first and foremost what I'm looking forward to the most. And then um, as far as F1 goes, I'm still working on the details of that program. But, you know, we did three races in 2022. We did six races in 2023. So I would imagine we fall somewhere in the 68 category for, for this year. And um, obviously that's been a blast getting to work in a different series and with a different crew, different type of format being streaming versus kind of network broadcasting as somebody that's sort of new to that world. It's fun for me to kind of try different things and, and, and learn as much as I can about the industry. James, you are truly uh, amazing. Uh, you are a jack of all trades. You can win in race car, six IndyCar wins, 161 starts. And, man, your career is just starting. I got a feeling that uh, uh, you've got some big stuff coming up. And to win a Rolex, it's going to fit. I can guarantee it. It'd be a nice feeling for sure. Nice thing to add to the CV. James, uh, can't thank you enough for the time tonight. You know Canada's going to be uh, all zoned right in on you. And uh, for, for good reason. We got plaid to go for. I'm going to have to break out a plaid shirt just for that. There you go. And if you need any, any merch, we have it on the site on FAF Motorsports or on torontomotorsports.com. You can get all your new plaid gear for the season. And <laughs> you're all geared up uh, social media-wise, right? You still got all your stuff in play. Oh, yeah. Everything at Hinchtown on all platforms. You can follow along for everything we're doing on track and off. Mayor, thanks a million. Of course, Joe. Thanks so much for having me on, bud. Take you care. You want to believe it. That is James Hinchcliffe going to make a brand new race fans. I, I can guarantee it. There's going to be a pile of brand new fans all zoned in to the 24 hours of Daytona. And a lot of them would be tuned in because James Hinchcliffe is in a car. We've got so many good Canadians going to be in that race. Uh, the list is long. We'll get to it as we get closer to it. But that's going to do it for us tonight on Race Time Radio. Got to thank you all for tuning in. Got to thank Susie Q right here in our studio for taking care of all the ops. And I want to remind you one last time, join us Tuesday night on YouTube. No uh, manual required. That's the name of the show. Me and Avery. Avery Show from Rust Valley. The two of us taking your questions. Guaranteed to be a hoot. Join us Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern and be back with us next Sunday right here for another edition of Race Time Radio, all live on Sirius XM, Channel 167 Canada Talks. Be safe, everybody. Thanks for listening to Race Time Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. 
We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio. Come on now, dig, dig, dig. Exclusively on your home for the hardcore race fan. Excellent, buddy, excellent.